Welcome back for film's sake, listeners. In case you're wondering whose voice this is, don't worry. I still have Brian Archia and Chris Lucky here, but this is Lauren Kalukag, and I have hijacked their show. Holy shit, that was pretty good. Yeah, I'll was, take that. That was pretty nice. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Thank that was you, nice. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, look Took at you. Took only two tries. <laughs> 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 it's okay. I, I fucked that up like five times the first episode. Really? Yeah, the first episode was awkward to, to start with. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this yeah, is awkward. like my second episode on this. Yeah, good thing. job. You're doing better than we already. Maybe yeah. one that you can <laughs> fucking <laughs> take my share. Yeah. Get me out of my misery. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you want to die? How do I want to die? Mm. Yeah, um, so I can take your spot is what I'm saying. Uh, I think that it's You know what? Fuck it. I'll big, figure it out. You figure it out? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's All lasers. Right. I want to go by lasers. Yeah. Lasers? Yeah, you fucking figure mm, that one out. That costs too like much. Like a high-powered green laser, gonna... like right in the eyeball, so mm. like fry mm. something in there. Mm. I can give do I, do I look like I can afford or mm. create something like that? I don't know. What's don't forget, that? I am a woman, and mm. apparently there's yeah. not much yeah. we can do. Yeah. So what are we going to be talking about today here? <laughs> oh, okay, so um, we're actually not going to break away too far from the... Um, the structure. original structure yeah. we're still gonna start with the condiments and then um i love the, that the name the middle the half yeah. don't yeah. talk while i'm talking i'll do what the i want mi- <laughs> yeah we're the chaos so, here so anyways <laughs> the middle half is going to be filled with questions mm. that's nice. going to expose your inner workings all right all right um and that's equally as exciting as it is scary for me because i i generally <laughs> don't know what my answers are going to be until mm. i say them so, like, well, it's always kind of like, oh, someone asked me a thing. Let me vomit this expression out and see right. what happens. Well, that's kind of like how all your shows are. I right. Mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's why people love it so much because it's just so candid. Mm. And mm-hmm. then, of course, um, I couldn't take it away from Chris. So what? he's going to still do his premieres at the end. I mean, unless you have some premieres that you printed out and have ready to go for today. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if you have the information, uh, then I'll gladly um, let you do that. Uh, you <laughs> no. know, yeah, I yeah. love how you, you know, do your premieres mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I didn't even bother preparing because I You're knew you got damn it. Right. I tried to I tried to take it away from Chris one episode. Not having I remember. He texted me the next day going mm-hmm. like by the way I do the premiere. Yes. <laughs> he was like, Not having that. <laughs> All right guys so let's get started. Good. The condiments. Yeah. Ketchup, mustard, how uh, y'all doing? Chris, um, I think you should start. Yeah, we're yeah. in we're currently in a state of emergency. Yes. yes. Yeah, I know that. Yes we are. We are located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And as we know, Pat McCrory sent out that state of emergency, what was it, yesterday? Yeah, last night. Yeah. Last uh-huh. night. Things are fucking crazy. Yeah. Can we just start out with that bullshit? Oh, yeah. What the fuck happened? Yeah. We were having a normal fucking week. Monday was fine. Mm. And then Tuesday went fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... It was it wasn't normal for me personally, mm-hmm. but for Charlotte, yeah, it yeah. was it was pretty okay. And then some asshole cop decided to do some asshole. Let's thing. rewind it. Let's rewind it. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I'm going to start for the, the state of North Carolina, starting at the beginning of the week. Uh, the mm-hmm. first thing you had was the uh, the pipeline in Alabama bursting, and then oh, no, everybody yeah. around going crazy about the gas, and there just not being any premium or uh, the other kind of states. gas. That was yeah. six states. That was six states that yeah. lost uh, gas. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the state. Right. Yeah, so that. That automatically put uh, North Carolinians on edge right there to start with. Uh, Already, the, yeah. The, um, so one day of that, then the next day, uh, there was a shooting in Tulsa. There mm-hmm. was a guy mm-hmm. whose uh, car broke down, his truck broke down in the middle of the road. Mr. and um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, he was killed by a police officer. 
uh, during during that exchange. So everybody was already on edge from that. Right. Then uh, a few days later, here in Charlotte, there was a um, we have conflicting stories, and we still don't know what the uh, mm-hmm. the actual true story is behind it right now. Uh, one story says there's a man that uh, that sits and waits every day for his uh, his child to get out of school. He sits in his truck and reads a book and uh, takes his kid home every day. Mm-hmm. The other side of the story is that he was sitting inside of the truck with a gun and uh, got out of the truck, brandished the weapon, and then uh, became an immediate threat to the police and uh, was killed. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, af- after the, after those sequence of events happened, uh, Charlotte just completely exploded. Just we have we have we've already had two protests. Yeah. One of which resulted in another person dead. Yeah. Presum- people saying uh, the authorities are saying that it was a civ- uh, civilian. civilian civilian. Yeah. But uh, witnesses are saying that it was a cop on civilian. Mm. Well, get this. So it, it's crazy because I, I was watching the Fox um, mm-hmm. live feed that mm. was on Facebook because, you know, Facebook has oh, a yeah. new interface yeah. where yeah. you can, you know, live record things. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it for one, it was just crazy to think that this was happening just in our backyard yeah yeah you know oh, yeah. i mean i was I mean, I was 30 minutes away when the protest broke out right yeah. and then people were getting tear gassed that mm. you had police in their swat uniforms yeah. it looked know? really militaristic and really really terrifying yes yeah and jonathan was in those protests actually. Sure was. I, I saw he, he he had posted uh photos and mm-hmm. oh my goodness it was just so so surreal and mm-hmm. then too real all at the same time but um, the the reporter had started, you know, um, questioning mm-hmm. people um, after the shooting happened, mm-hmm. and um, it they the two people had said, you know, it was a police officer. Mm-hmm. Two, I should say, protesters. Two protesters had said it was a police officer, right. and then one protester came out and said it was a little old lady who mm. shot. Oh, shit. A protester. So I'm almost wondering if it was, you know, like a civilian who shot a protester. Here's, here's the then, thing when it happens to these kind of situations, because yeah. this, is, this, isn't, this isn't an incident that happened. This is now them versus a group of people. Yeah. This is what the mentality has turned into. It's mm. them versus us, a group of people. Mm. Uh, and when that kind of stuff happens, there's always going to be conflicting stories. And, of course, yeah. the authorities mm. are going to be say, spinning Covering their version their of their asses. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're going to do. As possible. Yep. And... But not only that, not to mention that the news media that we're supposed to be trusting to report on these facts. Mm. We don't uh, know. <laughs> we just can't really trust them. Yeah. So we are stuck in this, we're in the middle of what we call an information age, and we're stuck in this, in this age of not knowing what's true or what isn't yeah. until we know for sure through some damning evidence comes from sure. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to tell where any of us stand at this point, even yeah. because we know that the injustices are large and we know that the injustices can be overlooked and we know that these protests need to happen. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, we've run into the point where we've treated people like animals long enough and now they're lashing out. Yeah. When you yeah. treat someone like animals for long enough, they will bite back. Yeah. yeah. The, analogy, the analogy I've been using this week is, um, like for Lauren, um, as a female, if just say someone was to walk into this room and disrespect you, disrespect you, your gender, you know, mm-hmm. completely. And me and Brian, we say nothing about it. Not at all. We just sit there and we let it happen. You know, and then you just eat it. You know, you don't do anything about it. Then this happens again mm-hmm. and again and again. After 10 times, not only are you angry at the person that disrespected you, you're angry at everyone in the room for allowing it to happen well, and not absolutely. caring. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Silence is just as bad as violence. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in action. And, yeah. and, and that's, that's why it's so difficult to, to travel the political climate of the yeah. situation yeah. because everybody that's been quiet about it is also in some way at fault yeah. and until everyone admits that we fucked up and we need to look at this closer yeah. mm-hmm. so people are still going to get angry and people are still going to get bit and people are going to get shot and people oh, are going to yeah. die yeah, yeah. and just, that's a sad reality of it you know yeah. 
as an idealist, yeah. you, you just wish that it wouldn't have to get to this just so that we can finally get the truth, you right. know? I mean, we're, we're coming out of like 20 years um, of we're all the same. Everybody is the right. same. And instead of celebrating our differences, you know, yeah. that we're not we're not all the same. We are no. different. And those differences should be celebrated. That doesn't mean we're not equal. You know, yeah. it, it's Absolutely. just it's, it's odd. It, it, it really is odd. And since, like I said, we don't know any other facts, no. really, because it's all been so no. fucking crazy up yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not going to spend too much, too much time talking about mm-hmm. it. We're going to move on yeah. and have our episode. Um, yeah. But shit is fucked up. If you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. if you're in North Carolina in general, please be careful. These protests are escalating and they're moving around the state. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful that whenever you are, that you are safe and you have a way out of there in case things get fucking dicey. Because yes. they've been getting dicey around the highways. People are traveling. People are getting hijacked and cars stolen. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. Please be safe out there. Try your hardest to be safe. And to the lives lost, mm-hmm. I do send out my condolences. Definitely so. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. Lauren, have you seen Atlanta, the television Atlanta. show? Atlanta. Okay. I'm actually really disappointed in myself because I shared the free episode, the first episode on mm-hmm. Facebook, you it? but yeah. I have not watched it yet. There's three episodes now. You've There's seen none three. of those? Oh my God. I'm so behind. Mm. And I... I do, you know, identify myself as a huge Donald Glover fan. Like, okay. You know, yeah. he is just I, I, I daddy saw, as fuck. Like, daddy <laughs> as fuck. I saw the beginning of the third episode, yeah. and it was, it was the bit where he goes like, yeah, can I get a kid's meal? And they like, oh, yeah, won't yeah. give him yeah. the fucking kid's meal. And yeah. he's like, listen, I want a fucking kid's meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole interaction for me was the funniest goddamn thing. So I haven't seen the show, mm. and just and I'm so excited to finally sit down and be able to watch it. Oh yeah, to find a, it's really good. Someone to watch it. It's I heard really the, the cinematography is amazing. It is. Like if you it like is. any, if you like cinematography by Donald Glover's yeah. and, and Donald Glover's videos, yeah, you're gonna oh, like yeah. Atlanta. Awesome, it's really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, his music videos, Community was great because he was a co-writer yeah. on that. I'm yeah, pretty sure, right? No, um, he's a motherfucker. Thirty Rock, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, honestly, guys, I'm kind of ashamed, and uh, because when you asked me the, you know host the show i was like yeah awesome i'll ask you questions and mm-hmm. you know expose the shit out of you guys but then like i was like fuck i haven't watched tv or uh, movies have you have you seen a movie in the movie theaters oh, since the last no. time you were on? Not oh, not, since the last yeah. time i came yeah that how gone that was like two months ago oh sausage party oh what do you think about sausage party wa- i've seen that too yeah <laughs> i haven't seen it yeah. i haven't seen it so <laughs> what, what did you think what did you think um I loved Sausage Party for what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't. I, I, you don't? No, no, no. What do you mean? Okay. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I, I knew what I was going to walk into. I knew it was going to be a complete satire, crazy. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's talking food, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was going to be totally, totally just risque yep. and yep. Over the top. fucking, yep. yeah, yeah, over the top. Oh, yeah. And so I'm sitting there in a movie theater and I'm just like waiting for everything to happen. And I'm like, oh my God, it's a love story. Oh my God, it's a story of survival. And, Isn't the know, love story like between a hot dog and, and a hot dog bun? Yeah. Yep. And as Makes it sense. just progresses, I'm it just gets Logan. crazier and crazier. <laughs> you have the immortal foods, which are the non-perishables, smoking weed. You know, mm. you have fucking the, the Twinkie, which is ironically gay. And then Twink. like... That's, that's funny. Twink, <laughs> yeah. Did you not watch gay? the movie? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Oh my Twink, god! Twinkies being gay is probably 
the oh. Seth Rogen's comedic achievement. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think like, that I'm was brilliant? I, I, I think that's fucking funny because that's a pun and it's like, it's offensive, it's a pun, and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, okay, that so, was just the start of so it. So Sausage, you know? Sausage Party was one of those. That's the last movie that you saw, Sausage Party? I I think so. I, unfortunately, yeah. I really do think so. I, that was a really good movie. I enjoyed yeah, that. I gave my take on that so y'all can go back and listen to that. I've seen Snowden. Oh, Snowden? How was Snowden? Snowden was really good. It's like two hours and 13 minutes, so it's like a Tell long watch. Tell the long side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, nowadays, like, when I go in a theater, like, and sit inside of a cold, dark room, I don't want to be in there, like, longer than 90 minutes. Right. Like, I would prefer not to be. Do you feel I, like the mm-hmm. perspective that it gave cleared up, you know, who Snowden is or was? And It's kind of the thing that, um, how, Brian, you were talking about a couple of weeks ago, how mm-hmm. now movies are coming out that, um... The events happened in your lifetime, right? And that's like that's with weird. the with the uh, the twenty uh, an event happened in twenty ten that um, the Matt Damon movie slash um, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, that was a twenty ten a twenty ten event. Uh, Snowden. This happened around the same time, 2010, 2011, yeah. 2009. You know, so it's just interesting to see things that were happening in my like super young adulthood and now I'm being made into movies like seven Imagine years later. Imagine watching so. shit that's happened when you were a teenager. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fucking oh, bananas. My God. Yeah, nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> that's for me. The 911 movie is gonna be like someone's gonna make it, and it's gonna take like a, ten more years because we're still kind of touchy about. Oh that. yeah, very touchy. But it's gonna take like a, like another decade and a half or so, yeah. and it's gonna be weird when that shit comes out. Oh yeah, because mm. they're. <laughs> but uh, Snowden, well written, well directed. How did you feel? Very well written, very well directed. Uh, directed by Oliver Stone, nice. and I'm really seeing his connection to like being one of the most patriotic uh, directors ever. Uh, yeah. Oliver Stone for those of you that know also directed The Wolf of Wall Street that was not directed by Scorsese mm-hmm. and what did he also do? Oh, um, well, born, born of the 4th of July uh, and Platoon and Platoon no. yeah okay, okay. Uh, it, it wasn't called The Wolf of Wall Street it was, uh, it was just called Wall Street yeah. it was, uh, oh okay the, never mind it was Charlie okay, Sheen yeah. and I think Martin Sheen at some point I don't, mm-hmm. know. I don't fucking know mm-hmm. but Oliver Stone he's a great director oh, yeah. great. he knows what he's doing yeah. so I'm excited for I really gotta go watch Oliver Stone really is the, co- the British comedian who? No. Isn't he? no no Oliver oh, I'm thinking of John Oliver. John Oliver. Oh, I got John my Oliver. Olivers mixed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the way, shout out to John Oliver because he's on HBO, so yeah. he doesn't give yeah. a shit about what he says. Yeah. No. He just says what he wants to say, yeah. and I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Did you guys hear about how he paid off so many people's debts? No. Too? No, I didn't. Um, so he was going over how like debt collecting agencies, I know we're running out of time, yeah, but... Essentially, he was going over how debt collecting agencies are taking advantage of Mm -hmm. their clients. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, you know, going through how that process goes and how he started his own debt collecting agency. And so he (laughs) bought about like a couple millions Mm -hmm. dollars worth of debt, paid it off for people. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think it was in Texas. A lot of people in Texas are now... Debt-free. Very, very debt-free and very, very happy. That's pretty awesome. Fuck yeah, yeah. John Oliver. So, thank he you, did, John Oliver. He <laughs> did one of my favorite pieces of uh, Against Religion. It was mm. like the, the Church of Tax Exemption. Yeah. Of Mother Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was good. That was the funniest thing that John Oliver... Because I fucking hate organized religion and mm. the taxes oh, yeah. and bullshit. Mm. Seeing John Oliver do that, I was just like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, no. get those asses. Hell yeah. Fuck those tax exempt bullshitters. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Thanks for catching up with me, boys. And uh, I just 
how gullible you were about to be. Like, the no, look on your face. No, th- th- this is why. This is why. I just had a conversation with Brian about people who misuse the word literally. And then <laughs> when you said, no, I'm no, I'm literally about to go make a Dutch baby. Then I got very interested then. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yes, she is. That's exactly what was going to happen. Literally going to make a Dutch baby. Welcome back for Film Sakers. Fuck, man. <laughs> I just did that. I, I titled yeah. your followers as for film sakers. Sakers. I'm into it. I like yeah. that. We like might it. keep that. Yeah. Like we little might. monster. Don't get too excited yet, but we might keep it. Oh, okay. there you go. I got little monsters. <laughs> I'll, I'll I keep like listening. And see. <laughs> All right. Time to get to the juicy nitty gritty. Mm. Mm, right? Isn't that everyone's favorite? By the way, I made vegan soup today. And <laughs> I, like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Fucking, I make fun of vegans a lot with good reason. Your food fucking sucks. It's bland. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Except for the soup that you just made. Well, I put like fucking five pounds of salt in it. Oh, <laughs> but oh well. Other than that. That is kind of, kind of defeats the purpose. It but negates all of the healthiness right yeah. there. Yeah. It's okay. You can, you can uh, release a lot of this salt when I tear you. Gonna I'm ready for this. Like, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna yeah. tear into no, us. No, I'm making it seem so much more savage than it actually is. I want it to be savage. Like, my, I want to be fa- vulnerable right now. My on, favorite part about this whole thing is that she has a fucking notebook. She does. I like that. Oh yeah, I, I took this seriously. Yeah, did. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, you guys have had this is your 35th episode. 35th Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. 17 thank you. more thank you episodes <laughs> until it officially hits a year. How yeah. does that feel, guys? Uh, it's pretty fucking. We haven't really. I haven't really thought about how it feels yet. Okay. Because every time that we do an episode, we I, I feel like I just come here and I do an episode. Yeah. And I don't think about it until three weeks after that episode comes out. Mm. So by the time that like right now I'm like episode thirty two is the episode <laughs> that I'm listening to. Yeah. Okay. So like after a year hits, three weeks after the years, I'm gonna be like, holy fuck, it was a year. It was a year. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> while that happened, reaction, I'm just gonna be like, ah, I guess, I guess we just did another episode. Yeah. We've been doing this for like almost a year now. So yeah. every every time we do an episode, it just feels like the next episode. It never necessarily feels like a milestone to me. Mm. Yeah. Well, so, that, that makes sense. I mean, you get for one, you guys are so humble. Well, yeah. sort of. And <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one of us is. But, right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he will, he will flaunt but, his dick around. He does not quick. give a shit. Real quick, I won't. Don't you have to have a dick to flaunt it? What kind of uh, shit is this? <laughs> if, if we're, I mean, if this is gonna be a roast session, <laughs> boy. <laughs> you should have known what you were getting yourself into when you invited me back on Ooh. the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I know that you know. Wait, how do you feel about it being a year? I'm oh, a year. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, do you have? much input um i mean i don't don't know it's like i'm I'm kind of in my mind we're on episode 40 because um you know we scheduled the episodes out for uh for two months or so so then i'm I'm looking on the next thing it's like episode 40 whatever that episode is y'all see when when it gets there but um i don't know it's we're just week at a time like i don't really think about it too much i I think that's i think that's a correct approach because if you think about milestones i think there's a lot of pressure that gets put on you internally because of the milestones yeah but if uh, if we just go like ah fuck we have an episode this week and then we figure out that logistic and Mm -hmm. then we take that on the next episode yeah it feels a lot more simpler and makes it easier for us i gotta burp so bad <laughs> do it bro. do it do it it's your morning. show, <laughs> it's my show and i'm allowing you to do it so. she'll allow it 
All right, guys. So I know, you know, for a lot of your listeners, you yeah. probably already know the answers to these questions, but I don't really give a fuck because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. point of this episode is to take all of that That's a new catchphrase. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Now shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Now shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen Chris's little dance. It was, it was, oh, yeah. Just think the hand motion mm-hmm. in the Running Man challenge. Yeah, with like pom poms, like pom poms. Yeah. So the like gay a, Running Man challenge. Yes. Um, That's a perfect way to describe it. Oh, I like that. But basically, I want to take all that information yeah. that you guys have shared with us over these past ten months yeah. now, and compile it as much as possible into this little. 30 minute segment. All right. Um, Go for it. Let's get so started. So, first and foremost, origin stories. Um, I I want to know, you know, when or what was that moment that you were like, you know what? I want I want to fucking do what these guys are doing, you know? What like what were you, are you watching? Talking, are you talking origins like, of the podcast, origins of me wanting to be a filmmaker. Origins of like both of you guys doing like wanting to get into the field of film. The field of film. All right, well, th- this is a, a great story for me because I don't I don't actually think I've told the story on air. I've told a version of it. Okay, okay. Um, but what happened was would be I, I used to go to UNCC and I went in there for writing. Mm-hmm. I've always been sort of fascinated by writing and storytelling in general, but I didn't I never exactly knew how to get into that. So I started going by writing literature and I wrote short stories and fiction for a long time. Right, because you were English lit. Yeah, I was English major. You started off, yeah. Uh, but then I got really, really depressed at okay. UNCC. Okay. Because um, I hated it. I hated my life there. Was it, it was just awful. the school? It, was just, it just wasn't compatible with what I was feeling at the time, like what I wanted to do. I wanted to actually write and make content and like entertain people. Okay. Uh, and I can see that. And UNCC wasn't the right venue for that. So for two years, I suffered from like the severe case of a real like depression and anxiety. That's kind of where it started. That was and around the time you were you were going through that alcoholic phase, right? Right, and yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is my point. I remember, uh, yeah. And I think most of my friends know this by now. But I had a night where I've always kind of played with the idea of writing a screenplay and going around film in some way or another. And there was a night where I just got like obscenely drunk. I had like two, I had like three liters of wine in me and like a six pack of Guinness. Mm-hmm. And I was in my bathroom throwing up, and I cried in the shower for two hours. And that's usually where the story ends. But after those two hours, I had a moment of clarity where I realized that if there was a camera behind me pointing mm-hmm. into the bathroom and I was watching it on a screen, I would be laughing my ass off. <laughs> and <laughs> so I had that moment and I was like, this shit is funny. Yeah. Right. And then I decided that I was going to do that. I was just going to tell these stories of like uh, misery. It's kind of like yeah. finding the, the laughter in the shitty moments of life and and my friend Sage uh, said it. I was telling him the story. Yeah. And he looked me in the eye and said, how do you make the worst part of your life funny? And <laughs> I think that's kind of what wanted me to make movies. I want to make the worst parts of my life yeah. funny. I want to make the worst parts of people's life and people's situation funny. Because if you can laugh at them, they no longer hold any power against right. you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I got started in film. And I just kind of escalated. I just made the decision then. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Yeah. And then like three weeks later, I was in film school. That's kind of pretty much what happened. I mean, that's brilliant. Sometimes, you know, the best things ever to happen to you are the things you expected the least. Yeah. It was was really, really genuinely a fuck it moment. Yeah. Because I was was depressed. (laughs) And I said, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) If this doesn't work out, I might fucking end it. So let me just see if it works out. So that's kind of what the general attitude was. And how about you, Chris? What are you scribbling over there? 
I'm, oh. oh, I'm doodling. Oh, you're doodling? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I'm just that bored kid in class letting Jeez, Ryan say whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. What do you well, mean? You asked him a question. Well, I, I, I well, should have answered the question for him. Question I can't now, answer it at the same time. No, obviously not. <laughs> Gonna tr- you control my downtime. Answer the goddamn question. <laughs> what, what, what was the question? Um, I want to know what or when was that moment that you were like, ha, I want to be in the field of film. I'm um, in the field of film. Um, because I, don't know, I know it's, you, you it's, two want to be different things. It's, it's not so much um, that I had the aha moment of being in film. It was okay. just um, in the entertainment industry in any form whatsoever. Okay. And um, I guess about four or five years ago, I started taking script writing a little more serious. Like I had four scripts that I wrote and all of them were shit, <laughs> you know, for, <laughs> the, for, for the most part. I know and um, and I, I got to like six, the sixth one and it was like a musical and I thought that it was really, really good. But musical. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's titled A Love Story. It's really cheesy and funny, <laughs> but whatever. But um but what I was realizing that everyone uh, spoke like me and looked like me and um it, it was just I couldn't get outside of my own imagination and my own environment. And it wasn't until the script that I, I let you read, Paranoid, yeah. where I was like, I don't, I don't want to only write, you know, characters that are black, that talk like me, that look like me, and that have living the life that I live directly. You know, what about my experiences outside of myself? You know, right. I mean, writing for for other voices, and um, it's just one step led to the uh, next. When I, I was in Atlanta and moved to North Carolina, when I got to Charlotte, joining a uh, an improv group at uh, Charlotte Community Theater, mm-hmm. and uh, doing that for about eight months or so and performing uh, just on the whim, just, you know, on stage. And the next thing I wanted to do was a stand-up comedy. You know, I Mm. I did that for a little while, but um, I didn't get the same. What's the deal with this machine? Um, Just just doing that for a while. And, um, you know, just like I said, then the next step was going into film school. I met Brian, and he said he was interested. On the exact same day, we were um, talking about making a podcast. Yeah, That That was really funny. That's a great, I love telling that story. It's a great story. Yeah, Yeah, your woman had said something. You woke up one day and was like, huh, I want to talk about films. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Literally, that's day. what happened. A week later, we were doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was, that was and I'm glad you guys came to that, you know, conclusion. Um, so, like, tell me, like, you wanted to be a director. Yes. Brian, I'm, I'm correct? Yep. And Chris, you want to be a producer. Yes. So, I want, I, like, both of you, you know, in, mm-hmm. in turn, of course, tell me a little bit um, how, like, how that role works, uh, and then... Well, the interesting thing is that uh, directors and producers have to have a really close relationship with each other. Right. They have to work so closely in the project. Uh, I'm the guy that's essentially, if, if, if we were to work on a film right now, I would be the guy um, telling people what I want the set to look like, what I want the tone to be. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'll be directing the actors to get the performance that I want out of them. I would be very closely communicated on the creative side of the projects or making sure that everything is the vision that I want, everything mm-hmm. is projected how I think it should be projected and the writing fits with what I'm seeing on screen okay. and all that kind of stuff. Their, uh, directors are kind of invisible. Uh, okay. We, uh, one of our teachers has a saying that if you directed a movie and people noticed that you were the director, you did a bad job. Mm. Right. Because directors are supposed to sort of fade into the shadows because they're not... They're kind of like the guys guiding the airplane into the runway. You never celebrate those guys, even though they're, they're helping the pilot do their thing. Yeah. Uh, producers are more of the pilot of the plane. Directors are the, guy, mm-hmm. are the people guiding where you want the plane to be. But pro- producers are really the ones that make everything happen. They're the ones that take your vision. There's the, that maybe was a shit analogy. But they're the ones that take your vision and try to make it real with budgets. Uh, so... 
I'm I'm the guy that will say, hey, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And then Chris will be the guy to say, like, no, what the fuck? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, Chris, like, you have... What what is your take on you know the producer role and um it's um like one of the guys that I really admire uh, right now is um besides Steven Spielberg who is one of the most major producers out there he has right. his own production company now um, mm-hmm. thankfully um, but he didn't start that way he started as a director and eventually got into producing and getting the production company mm-hmm. uh, the one that I'm really uh, enjoying right now is Jed Apatow Jed Apatow you know okay. he he started the uh, the same way as um, he started writing he started writing then directing and now he's into um, creative creative producing mm-hmm. uh, some of the things you would know him from that he didn't write or direct you know just the creative producer part is super bad uh walk hard the dewey cox story <laughs> step brothers and pineapple express okay yeah. i see you know so, so those are so if sorry. i'm understanding correctly mm-hmm. then um like you said mm-hmm. you you know uh have the creative input yeah i have the vision of the project I, I i'm the guy that says like I want this to look this way. I want it to feel this way. I want it to sound this way. I want it to look this way. Okay. I want these colors. I want these people on screen. I want this in the background. I want this in the foreground. I'm in charge of making things look pretty and effective in the in, in, on camera. Okay. That's then- my job. Chris would mm-hmm. be handling the money and the it, networking. Uh, depends. The... That would be a line producer. So if it was a okay. specific movie, say we're, we're on a set. So now how much time do we have to do this? How much, what's the budget for this? You know, that would be the line producer, you know, okay. for a particular job. Mm-hmm. A creative producer is uh, more broad. Uh, the definition for that it would be a, um, they're heavily involved in the development of the story into an idea for the script. Mm-hmm. They communicate what sort of movie they want with the director that they hire. They are part of the consultation between the director and the production team and uh, just they are heavily involved during all the uh, the process right. the line producer like I said that's just for that exact project mm-hmm. okay. you know? uh, there's also there's also a weird relationship with the word producer in the film industry mm-hmm. because sometimes a producer are exclusively people that give the project money yeah executive and other producers, people yeah. executive producers give the people money yeah. sometimes creative producers mm, yeah, are working can. the same way as executive producers it really depends on what the production company is doing for that specific project. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the word producer can have a shitload of meanings right. in the film work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but usually it's, it's it's someone that's working behind the scenes to make the project happen smoothly. Mm-hmm. And whatever awesome. capacity that are related to the project, that's what they do. Yep. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. All right, that, that, you know, I kind of did that really for my benefit, too. But I'm sure a lot of your listeners will appreciate that. It's, it works. So, I mean, it's like a um, like a yin-yang thing, a left yeah. brain, right brain. It's yeah. like I like having lots of things going on and organizing it and putting it in line. And it, Brian likes the creative uh, vision of bringing that to life. Right, you know? the, the funny thing, uh, me and Chris were talking yesterday because we had a project and he had to use my hard drive. Mm-hmm. Because uh, his hard drive got stolen, mm-hmm. and he looked at my hard drive and he yeah. says, "You're one of the most organized people that I know in terms of work." Yeah, in terms in, of work, but yeah. in terms of life and schedule, you fucking <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah. Like I texted yeah. him to this, like we're recording at noon, right? And he was like, "Whoa, Bro. <laughs> Whoa. hold on." <laughs> <laughs> he what talked the fuck about do you do? Yeah, I got my information from you, Brian. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> So like it, so it really works. You see really a lot of teams like that with them. Um, a lot of more brothers, honestly, like the Corn mm-hmm. brothers work yeah. like that. They, uh, the Nolan brothers, uh, Christopher Nolan and uh, Jonathan Nolan. Jonathan I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. The Wachowski yep. siblings. Now. Yeah. They're now yeah. sisters. No. Yeah. Well, so do you feel like the bond that you guys have created now mm-hmm. will like help you guys, you know, be successful in the future? Should I hope so. Definitely. All right. Yeah. I, hope and, so. I hope so too. Yeah. Yeah. And, do, and um, have you guys like decided? Do you want to do TV? Do you want to do movies? Like, 
do you want to do both like has that been something you thought about like genre i feel like like, i feel like the medium is kind of changing i mean it's like you whatever the idea is like if you have an idea and it's Mm -hmm. for a five minute short then shoot that shit if you have an idea for a feature film then shoot it you Mm -hmm. know if you have an idea for a series that's gonna last for five seasons then shoot that i mean i I wouldn't want to be um i just want to be stifled as far as what my imagination can do you know okay so I, I have the pretty much the same approach. Uh, I, I definitely want to make feature movies, mm-hmm. but whatever comes out of my brain comes out of my brain, right. and whatever format fits it the best. I think that a lot of people limit themselves into what format they want to work in. Yeah. So um, I think that as long as you have an idea and mm-hmm. you have a way to bring that idea to life, whatever format works for it, whether it's Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, television, mm-hmm. film, that's the format that you, you should go with, because not all ideas can fit into every format. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really important as filmmakers to make that distinction. That's why um, podcasting became so popular, because it was the first alternative to radio. Mm-hmm. That, and you could choose what you were listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's happening to film now. We, yeah. Definitely and, and television. Especially yeah. with like mediums like Netflix mm-hmm. and right. Amazon. Mm-hmm. And People are able to choose what content they have. And yep. now distributors are able to cut the middleman out and go directly to this distributors, the streaming distributors, right. mm-hmm. and figure out what kind of content works better for that platform. And that's right. how most people are making their money now. Yeah, yeah like so you like, guys mentioned, the mediators, yeah. they're and no if, longer no. an issue. If you, yeah. if you look at somebody like uh, Spike Jones, I know one of our favorite directors yeah. out there, and I mean, he doesn't confine himself to doing movies alone, although he's a brilliant movie director. He just, he just mm-hmm. put out a fucking commercial. The he? perfume commercial. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he directed um, uh, Fatboy Slim's uh, Weapon of Choice. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he does not care what the medium is. If he's attracted to it, then he's going to go about it yeah and i think and i think that's a really it's a really thin balance in film between what's art and what's work mm-hmm. and i think that if you can always find a way to make those mix yeah. then you're in a pretty good spot and I, and I think not limiting yourself to a format lets you do that a yeah. lot easier oh yeah. yeah okay all right well thank you so um as we all know mm-hmm. the oscars last year right was kind of yeah, oscar so white yeah, it was a it was a, a hubbub. I really was expecting Chris Jock to do the va- the black people versus niggas bit in the Oscar so white routine just to make mm. everyone in the room uncomfortable. Did you say uh, Chris Jock? Chris Rock. Okay, Chris I was gonna say yeah. he uh, did say Chris Jock. I did say like, Chris Jock. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you know, uh, hopefully by the time you guys mm-hmm. start your careers, or well, your careers have already started, but rather by the time we get know, to the point where we want to get, get to the point mm-hmm. where you know you mm-hmm. you can be in the Oscars, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as minorities in this industry, are there any concerns? Like, here's, you go ahead, you, you go ahead. I mean, that's a very like feels very a far fetched idea for me right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, an Oscar, you know, I'm trying to get to episode thirty six, well, <laughs> you know, of the podcast. <laughs> maybe not even just the Oscars. I mean, I remember you mentioned something, but, you know, entering the National Film Registry yes, or even definitely. just yeah. just getting any sort of you know uh, praise or notes. Uh, with, You're pretty much asking if, if we're concerned if the sort of the socio political climate of the film industry mm-hmm. will affect us in any way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a better question. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, get the question was like bullshit. Sell things for a living, all right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Nice. Um, I, I personally, I don't give a shit. I know that mm-hmm. at some point in time, my race, my ethnicity, whatever the fuck you want to call it, mm-hmm. is going to affect me in terms of, of the opportunities that I can have. Yeah. 
but I'm the kind of person that I just I see an opportunity and I go ahead and take it and I don't really ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. when I want to do something. So if someone's gonna hate me because I'm Puerto Rican and I'm in a big in a big shot Hollywood movie, they can fucking blow me. Yeah. Because I'm in the fucking Hollywood movie. You're not. <laughs> hopefully, the person you're telling the blow you is hot, right? Yeah. Sure. Or at sure. least can give good head. Hey. <laughs> 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 Got to compensate for something. Uh, so for me, it's not an issue. It's not an issue that I feel should be. How do you say? It? Sort of. It's not a big it's issue. Sort for of me. like yeah, yeah, it's not a big issue. Addressed. For me. Mm-hmm. And the same for you. I mean, you were shaking your head, and yeah. so. I, I, honestly, I clocked out. What was the question? <laughs> like, I, I was nodding my head and saying, "Yeah,", yeah but it's like yeah. I wasn't. I mean, Do you feel like? The are you even you're... here in the podcast? <laughs> no, like, no, no, okay. no. I clock in and out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I deal with this every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like dealing with an ADD child. Yeah. Um, no, essentially, the question was, you know, are there any concerns as a minority going mm. into the film industry? Um, not that I, I mean, I don't wake up thinking that I'm black or a minority, you know, I don't, I don't think about it in in those terms. I mean, I'm aware that it exists, you know, but it's just, I can't have that kind of, uh, thinking or mentality when I go put a pen to a paper or when I go apply for a job, it's like that kind of negativity just looms in your mind and it, I mean, it, it, it comes out. It's like when you project those kind of uh, thoughts, even if you don't, or even if you're not aware of it at all. I yeah. mean, subconsciously, negativity and thoughts of um, thoughts of, the, of inadequacy will uh, manifest themselves, and it's I can't, I just can't let that live inside of me. Yeah. You know? Beautiful, beautiful. All right, guys. Approach, so we actually. have yeah. ten more minutes in this segment, um, and. I wanted to play a little game. Oh, I love yeah. games. Yeah. I love games. Mm-hmm. A love game. Let's play a love, love game. game. Play a love game. Do you want love or you want fame? Are you in the game? On <laughs> <laughs> a love game. <laughs> All right. That was beautiful. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I, I got to mention, to all of you that are missing out on the visuals of this, mm. Chris dances every time he plays. Every time. Oh, every time. Every, every single time. time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone to just, like, you know, record a session <laughs> one day. Yeah. Um, one of but, these days. So, yeah. So, I like to call this little game yeah. the Speed Dating Challenge. Speed Dating I Challenge. love games. So, when we... Yeah. A literal love game, right? Yeah. So, when... Let's play a love game. We, play a love game. Do you want love or you want fame? Fuck, I fucked up the game. all of the lyrics. This is just on as bad as the Puerto game. Rico thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whenever we go on a date, we yeah. try and find out the basic information. Right. You know, your likes, your dislikes. Yes. Well, you guys have been dating for a while now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. I'm sorry, co-hosting for a while now. All right, whatever so, you want to call it. Um, sure. I want to know how That's well... That's not what you said last Friday, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how well you guys know each other. Oh, that should, oh, okay. be, that should be interesting. So, right. starting with Chris, mm-hmm. what is Brian's favorite movie? Mm. If it helps, you can name the top three. Yeah, that, you might have to do that because I don't even know my favorite movie. Uh, because, in, well, in Bruges, Swiss in Bruges. Army Man. Okay. And, uh, uh, shit. You know I, this one, dude. You know this one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that Brian says. Uh, you want like, me to give you a hint? Things are his oh, favorite. Oh, oh, no, no, hints. no, I got it. I got it. No I, got hints. it. I got it. I got it. That's I got it. Cheap. You got it? Suicide Squad. God, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> 
two out of three. Two out of three. All right. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Swiss Army Man and definitely Reservoir Dogs. All right. Reservoir right. Dogs. Reservoir See, dogs. I knew that. You knew that? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Um, I, I should not have missed Reservoir it's Dogs. It's actually part of your top three Tarantino films. But, Ooh. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. again, mm. I'm a stalker. Um, All right. You know now, more about us than we do. I know. Mm. It's so much fun. Um, Brian, same question to you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I actually have my answers prepared. Oh, he has his answers prepared. Oh, yes. shit. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Fuck me. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to go with top three favorite movies for you. Okay. And, fuck me. Uh, the first one I'm going to say, I'm going to say J- J- Jackie Brown? That's not in there, but that's a top ten movie that's for me. Top ten? That's okay. top ten All for right, me. Well. Top three. Uh, ah, fuck me. Is this listed in order? No. No. Oh, okay. No particular order. All right. That's fair. The only movies that I can think of are the ones that you've mentioned time and time again, sort of like like Next, nope. uh, Friday After Next or something like that. Mm. Not once. No, Not dude, either. I suck. Really? That's just kind of racist. <laughs> so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just kind of racist. Favorite, I, know, I know that I know at least one of your mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. movies. Okay, well, name and, uh, it. What the fuck me? You know, <laughs> um, Eight, two, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, yeah, one. Sorry, All right. Good. Starting from the top, it's The Hustler. The Hustler. Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Fucking Woody Allen. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Wally. I knew that. You rave about Woody Allen all, all the, the goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> and he mentioned one in the animation episode. Yeah. yeah. Wally. Annie Hall. Um, and then Jesus. Scarface and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. You couldn't get at least Pulp Fiction? Top five, top five, like, top five. I didn't know Pulp you guys had to share something Tarantino-wise, yeah. right? Top five. All right. So, next question. Favorite, favorite TV, Netflix, or Room. TV or Netflix show, starting with Brian. This isn't like f- really fair to Brian because I don't say those things a lot. Like <laughs> no, I don't, but, okay, yes, but you for, do. for Netflix it's original, definitely in your at least your. I, I'm reckoning uh, either it's either House of Cards or Origins of New Black for Netflix original. Mm. It has um, to be one of those two. Mm. Probably Orange. Um, no? <laughs> a Netflix original. I don't know. I would have yeah, to think about it. Would have to be yeah. ne- either a Netflix original or TV or show. TV show? Um, He's mentioned so many. Gilmore at least Girls. TV shows. Gilmore Girls. No. Yeah, y'all think it's Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Maybe. Golden Girls. Okay, Golden see, Girls. there you go. There yeah. you go, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll get I mean, he got, you kind of got yeah. an assist for that. So yeah. should I give him the full point? Yeah, yeah. Half, half a point. You, you tell me, point. audience. Uh, message, oh, yeah, comment, whatever. Twitter. Life tweet us. You can do it. Life tweet. Half point. Um, all right, and then you still have 30 more seconds? Uh, for a favorite television show? I'm, I, mean, I know this. I'm, I don't know. I, I really don't There's know. There's a lot of incest in one of them. There's a lot of incest. Game of Thrones. Yeah? Game That's of Thrones. Thing. And That's then, definitely. There, and then a third one could be, you Game know, of... a lot of fucking zombies in it. Ah, you like The Walking Dead That's not in my top. No, really? Yeah, Nowhere near. Oh, you just bring it up. Because I watch everything. Oh, yeah. well, he, <laughs> and here's the so. thing. Chris is difficult because he watches things to stay culturally relevant. Yeah. And so I don't know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's told me. Time my time. name yeah. is Chris and I watch shows and fill my head with nonsense so I can fit in. <laughs> yeah. so Chris is hard because like how, how the shit he brings up is like he yeah. just watched it because he was watching it. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, then we'll move on then to Chris. Yeah. Um, Brian's top, you know. Rick and Morty. Yeah, okay. yeah that's shake that in. <laughs> yeah. That's that's an easy one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, television shows. After that, yeah, I mean um, television shows or Netflix shows. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh and Jessica Jones. 
okay. And Jessica Jones, definitely. That one I can confirm as well. that shit. Yeah. the shit out of Damn. Fucking, it's time. Is sucking your dick? Because he seems to, you know, know. Here's the thing. I just talk a lot. So everything, every everything that you hear here has already been out of my mouth. Chris talks a lot less than I do when we're not in the podcast. That's true. Yeah. I'm just always vomiting He's kind of like something. the silent brooding type. Yeah. With the creepy smile on his brooding. face. Brooding. Brooding. Wow. You're no. brooding. Am I brooding now? <laughs> you should go audition for the remake of Buffy. So you you might just have resting nice. dick face. You know what I mean? RDF. Yeah. That yeah. makes RDF. you look all... Like I'm, I'm like I agree that I'm an asshole. I don't feel like I'm a dick, you know. <laughs> no, but I mean, matter, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, it's not called resting asshole face. It's called resting dick face. Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> are, do, do you know what a hoe wash is? <laughs> but this is irrelevant. We are doing. You can you can slay me after we do speed dating. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So. Okay. Fucking hoe washes. I know that Chris already answered yeah. the top your top three right. uh, directors, which was I think. I didn't. Did I? No. Yeah, yeah you did. The, oh, okay. one it was of one the episode. Last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just refer back to it, guys, mm-hmm. if you want the answers. But Brian, cite that shit. <laughs> uh, I know. I know for a fact that uh, Chris uh, Spike Jones is one of the top directors for him for you. It's top ten. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Top ten. I know. Uh, wait. Uh, Bullshit. Spike Jones didn't do Inside Man. That was Spike Lee, right? That's Spike Lee. Spike Lee's the one that I mean. He's in my top yeah. five. Spike Lee's the one that I mean. Uh, okay. I know you don't. You admire Tarantino, but not anymore because you haven't seen any. He's still Tarantino. top five though. Top five. He has eleven movies. Now, one, nine movies. Eight, eight. Eight movies. Yeah, eight he has movies. eight movies now. So yeah, just directed by him. Eight movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Tarantino, Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, one more on your your gold and uh, fucking Woody Allen. There it goes. Yeah. Woody Allen. There you go. Hey, go. good job. Thank you. Can I get Always. my cookie now? You got your cookie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, Chris gets the cookie. Shit. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fuck. Take some cookie. You know, again, he's the one who gobbles that dick. So. I did it all for the cookie. Yeah, the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <sighs> So to end this speed dating challenge mm-hmm. off, it's not going to be really a, you know, trivia question for both of you. More mm-hmm. of like a clear the air. Clear because, the air. you know, right. like you guys have done, air. again, this is your 35th episode together. Mm-hmm. That's that's 35 30 weeks. fucking five. Mm-hmm. It's insane. 10 months. Yeah. Um, you guys are obviously, you know, really close. You have a great rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. We, we love the Fuck candidness you, <laughs> of your guys' chemistry mm-hmm. on the podcast. I know, at least I do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who gives a fuck what the fans think though yeah, um, yeah fuck exactly yeah. <laughs> i want to know i want to know who's the bottom and who's the top i told you i'm the bottom like we went over this yeah we, this isn't like this. pertinent information we yeah but not on air it was not downstairs no, in I'm the dining room i'm top yeah it's yeah, definitely bottom. Top. I'm bottom. yeah. yeah go figure Power that's why you knew more power. about him than yeah all right cool well, I just fucking run. He's actually listens. Yeah, I just sit, I just sit around and listen to everything. <laughs> it's like like he said yesterday. Um, like I'm Sweden. Like I just stay to myself and, and I don't bother anyone at all. But if you need something, I got you. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm just gonna be right here. This motherfucker. Can I? This motherfucker. I'm I'm looking at. The, we're in a group doing lighting, mm-hmm. and I needed a pen to write yeah. on the sheet what equipment we're gonna get. So I look at my friend Giselle and mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, have you got a pen?" I asked for a pen. Mm-hmm. She goes like, she shakes, no pen. Then I look back and I ask the other person, no pen. And then I give up because there's obviously not a fucking pen in right. the room, mm-hmm. right? 
And then five minutes later, this motherfucker turns to me and says, like, by the way, I have a pen. Yes. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yes. I asked for a pen. Nope. Extend the pen. You did not no, ask me for a pen. No, he's literally like Sweden. I have to go like, hey, Sweden, can you give me some fucking nukes? Yep. And then he'll be like, hey, I got you, bro. Otherwise, yeah. he won't do shit. I won't do shit for anybody. If you I don't mean, ask me directly, then I didn't know. No, no didn't not at all. That's not a bad way to live life, no. honestly. For me, it makes me laugh every time that someone asks something in the room. Mm. And I know Chris has the answer. Yes. I fucking know it. I will not respond unless you walk, come to me directly. Yes. I've seen like 10 people in a classroom ask for something and then just walking right by Chris who has the thing. Yeah. And I it, make, it makes me laugh every time. You guys are so cute <laughs> together. God damn it. Thank I you. can't handle it. All right. Well, Is that, it that for the ends show? this segment. Sweet. So we'll that be back. That was quick. What the, what the fuck? All yeah. right. half a fucking hour, dude. Sheesh. That's All our right. time. All right. That's, you know, time flies when you're having fun. All right. And right. talking about dick occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I have fun. Alright. <laughs> and we'll be back in 10 no seconds. Alright. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is like all over Bond right now. I'm so happy you're a sorry, sad sack of shit, Chris. No, I'm just what kidding. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Dude, Where did I, it come from? I think that she lo- she just likes saying horrible shit to you mm-hmm. because it makes her laugh. Are you are you are you aware? Uh, do, do you know what a hoe wash is? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. I, sure. What's a hoe wash? No. Do you know what a hoe wash is? Answer the question. Do yeah. you know what it is? Yes or no? You do or you do? You know. I do not know. Do not know. All right. Okay. Well. If you had to guess what a hoe wash is, what do you think a hoe wash is? Um. Ten seconds. A place that washes hoes of their sins mm. Why is it everyone's, Every, yeah. everyone's guess that's everyone's, a go-to everyone guess it's that locale that specifically washes hoes yeah it's fucking insane like, that seems pretty ridiculous yeah, right? right that is completely ridiculous what it we're is. talking about is like logical rational it's like an everyday thing right it's like a, a, a hoe wash is when you're trying to get some ass real quick but you don't have time to take a shower so you just like wash the essential crevices inside the sink real quick and then you go get your business done. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> For so you turn into like a cross of yeah. like like three black comedians and I can't time. think of the names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like flip the switch like yeah. that quick. Get your business done. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what a hoe wash. Essentially, yeah. it's like I learned this yesterday too. By the way, mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. You take a washcloth out of your hand and just splash water in your armpits and crush. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Girls do that too. That, right. No, that's especially yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. But you don't. You didn't know about that, or you just didn't know what it was called. I didn't know that there was a term a for it. Okay. Okay. I'll give. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. All right. Well, thanks for educating me, guys. Yes. If I we had, we had a whole conversation about this yesterday. Now, whole conversation. It, it was like a two-hour conversation about <laughs> the the intricacies of hole washing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, now we only have 14 minutes to talk about the premieres. So. Oh, yeah, premieres. Yeah, yeah, we are on premieres. I like so, um, keeping me on track. Hell yeah, that was nice. All right, so um, <laughs> so starting a Tuesday, September the 27th on television, we have Drunk History. Oh, I fucking love Drunk History. Yeah. Shit's funny. Yeah. I love getting drunk with people on Drunk History. Yeah. Great shit. Follow along with them as they're drunk telling the story. I'm so. It's on Tuesday, September the 27th on Comedy Central at 10.30. Uh, guest this fourth season is going to be Aubrey Plaza. Oh my god, really? Yep. I want to know what Aubrey Plaza's like drunk. Holy shit. Aubrey Plaza was getting some of that Chris Pratt action before Chris Pratt was Chris Pratt. True. You know what I'm saying? Like early on. Are they a thing? Oh no. Yeah, yeah. On the show, Parks and Recreation. Oh, right, right, right. She was all up on that. I really wish that they had, like, they were together in real life. You know what I mean? He's with Anna Faris, though. 
And who the fuck is Anna really? Ferris? Really? Anna Ferris, the girl from um from Scary Movie. Uh, she's oh. the blonde chick. Really? Yeah. yeah. They oh. have they have two kids together now, or one what? kid. Yeah. Or uh, the fucking, fucking bunny movie. Playboy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The play uh playgirl play. It was like um she was like a sorority chick or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, she yeah. wasn't the sorority chick. She was the sorority mom. Cause yeah. She had House Bunny. House, House Bunny. Bunny. Yep. There we go. Uh-huh. House Bunny, yeah. yeah. She's hilarious. Oh, they must be a hilarious couple. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess, maybe. What's mm-hmm. going on? Cool. All, All right, right so, um, so that's Tuesday, September the 27th. Drunk History at 10.30 on Comedy Central. Uh, the next thing, same day that Tuesday on Comedy Central is going to be The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumal. Nice. Yeah, that's on Comedy Central, too, at midnight. I've been hearing a lot the of things about that. with who and who? Jonah and Kumal. Jonah and Kumal. Um, all right. Uh, I have you, no idea. All right. Well, there there were two really, really, really funny stand-up comedians. They started this show about uh, two years ago in uh, in L.A., and it's been going very well, and now they're finally on television. So, I mean, I I just admire uh, people that start grinding away when they uh, immediately just don't get thrust into the the forefront. So, I mean, they were doing this underground for a year or so, and now they they got the notoriety. So, big ups to them. Uh, Next thing is going to be Friday, September the 30th, Crisis in Six Scenes. It's a comedy on Amazon. I'm looking forward to this shit. All Crisis in six. six scenes. Crisis in six scenes. A Woody okay. Allen's first ever. Oh. Yep. Oh. What? Yes. He does TV? Now he does. Woody Allen's first ever scripted TV series is a six-episode domestic comedy set in the 1960s. Miley mm. Cyrus, Elaine May, oh, and Allen, <laughs> and Woody Allen himself head a cast that also includes Louis Black, Michael Rappaport, <laughs> Joy Behar, uh, Becky Ann Baker, <laughs> Margaret Ladd and Rebecca Shaw. Is this wait? Mm-hmm. Were there three Beckys? Like three Re- Beckas? Rebecca, Becca. Uh, there was and a Becky? Rebecca, a Becky and Baker, oh, and Baker. a Rebecca. And a Rebecca. Holy oh. shit! This That's is about to be the whitest fucking show on the planet. No, I'm just <laughs> the Becky. It, it's the Becky. I I, I really want to see Miley Cyrus and Louis Black. Mm. In a scene together. Yeah. That's going to be nice. Because you know, really... if there are two more opposite people yeah. on the fucking planet, it's Miley Cyrus and <laughs> Louis Black. Black. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, a lot of us haven't really seen anything from Miley Cyrus uh, outside of her music, and acting wise, since Hannah Montana. Both both mm. So mm. it's going to be. Uh... Should be fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's interesting. She's an interesting Yeah, person. no. I love her. I'm an avid Molly Cyrus defender. Just, I mean, like all outside of like all the extra stuff with the tongue and the going mm-hmm. crazy stuff a little bit. But I mean, she's an excellent singer. Yeah, she is. I'm, I'm not talking about like oh, the no, pop, yeah. like not not even like the pop songs, but like she has an excellent, a great trained voice. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she can go no, out there and exactly. Sing, you know, she's so I mean, dope. yeah, she is. So when I mean, she I, does her runs. Like I mean, you can hear it when she, you know, at her live concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, at her live concerts, I still fucking haven't done it. At her concerts, like you <laughs> She's know, when she yeah. breaks away from you know that pop idol yeah. um, sort of persona, uh, persona mm-hmm. and she just kind of like does her own little you know thing Jam acoustically. Session. It's beautiful. She's yep. a great singer. She's dope. She sure yeah. is. So I feel here's the thing, uh, funny because Miley Cyrus. We just said that about Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same thing could be said about Justin Bieber. Yes. And if someone said it to me, I'd still be like, "Fuck Justin Bieber." See? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I know it's, it's going. It's kind of like the separating art from the artist. Like yeah. I don't, I probably wouldn't hang out with either one of them. You know, but yeah, absolutely. I, I like the shit. You want to hang out with? My, I would fucking hang out with Miley Cyrus. That sounds like a good old time. I feel like she would suck up too much in the, the, USA, the room. Bitches. She would suck up way too much attention in the room. What? Because she has a big mouth and she's a hoe? Like, no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. sometimes where you can tell that Chris just goes like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just fuck off. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah, that's um, that is on Friday, September the thirtieth. Crisis in six scenes. Woody Allen, check that out. I will be. Yeah, that um, fun. The next is gonna be Marvel's Luke Cage. What? Fuck yeah, Luke. Luke Cage is a drama on Netflix on Friday, September the thirtieth. Um, not gonna read through this whole that's description. Jessica Jones' butt buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it said in the description. That I wasn't gonna read. It says Jessica Jones's butt buddy is back for his own original <laughs> Netflix series. So literally what it says in the paper. <laughs> that's what it said. So um. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm I'm, I'm excited about it. Though. Yeah. Luke Cage. Like it it looks man. pretty dope. I saw a couple of shots in the trailer. That shit looked fucking amazing. I mean, I'm into it. He's yeah. hot too. So that, yeah, that's always nice. Hey. Some good. He's a good-looking dude. Uh, next thing is gonna be a uh, Sunday, October the second. Shameless is coming back. Oh, nice. You've, did you Remind like that show? Shameless I do. Is? I do. I do. Hmm? Remind me what Shameless is? Shameless is a, um, I guess you would call them redneck or like the white trash type of thing. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's like the, the technical term for it, I guess. Is it whatever. a biopic on Not a biopic. No, it's, it's, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a comedy series. I mean, they're on like a season nine or ten by now. Oh, what wow. The fuck? No, yeah, they're, they're all the way into it. Holy shit. So, I mean, it's just, did you ever see the show Roseanne? Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's the same thing that you they would call it the the trailer people or the white trash stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like I really love to see that other side. It's not just all the the rich white people that are like friends. And right. the same thing with with black people. It's not just the Theo Huxtable and my mom's a doctor and my my um, dad is a you know. It's like yeah, we just yeah, not all yeah. like that. So I mean, you just so, show a other side of white society when shameless, and I really really dig it. Nice. Does it have the same aesthetic as like Trailer Park Boys? Or no, 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 no. no. It's it's shot it's shot like a legitimate show. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I gotta check that out. Ten seasons. I'm just now. That's a lot. Yeah. Actually, out. no, seven seasons. Seven. 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 Still. Can, yeah. can too I point out a simple, a simple side note? Know what it is. When I, I said that I made that vegan soup, I put jalapeno in it, mm-hmm. and I, my eye has been burning for the last half an hour. Oh, your fingers! And I didn't did you wash realize. Your hands? That no. I washed them, oh. but I didn't. I guess not enough because yeah. I did this shit uh. at the beginning of the show. Yeah. yeah. Now my eye is like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> We're almost through it. Sorry, you're Spanish. Isn't your body, you know, you just shut the fuck up, Chris? Keep going. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Oh goodness, but that's uh, that's Sunday, October the second. Shameless is coming back to Showtime at 9 p.m. and it's coming back earlier than he usually does in the the year. So that'll be cool. cool. Another show that um I've been anticipating this for a good long while because I love science fiction and I don't get enough of it. And the second thing is because Game of Thrones is going to be gone after next season. So we need something to replace that. And that's going to be Westworld. It's a new show on HBO. It's a drama and Mm -hmm. sci-fi. Writer Jonathan Nolan... Christopher oh, Nolan's brother. Yeah. yeah. There you go, John. From uh, The Dark Knight and Person of Interest and Elisa Joy from Burn Notice. Plus, oh, I like that. Plus, producer J.J. Abrams. Fuck <laughs> they, Wow. They, they All adapt star a book. Behind the scenes. They, they adapt uh, Michael Critton's 1973 film into an ambitious new series about a futuristic Old West themed adults only amusement park where anything goes. And ones that's populated by lifelike artificial intelligence that the- huh. that theoretically has been programmed never to murder the paying customer. But like any technology, it may be a bit buggy. Can you can you can you imagine walking into that meeting? It's like we're gonna make AIs, and they will be programmed to not murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Some dude's like, wait, 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 wait. What do we? <laughs> Why? Why do we need that bit? <laughs> like, why would they murder anybody to begin with? Because <laughs> it seems to me that like you kind of like 
tried to get them to murder people <laughs> and then decided against it. Yeah. We got to have a more... I don't want to throw $50,000 at this right now. I'm, just, I'm a little unsure about this. They're, they're adapting the murder bots. <laughs> so oh, wow. Was this made by Dr. Evil and you're just like, he lost the house and you're buying them back? Yeah. It sounds like... For, for the anime fans out there, it kind of sounds like a mixture between Cowboy Bebop and Dead Man Wonderland. Oh, yeah. I don't see Cowboy That's Bebop. That's I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop either. Mm. I saw in five episodes. Yeah. You would enjoy the shit out of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like you have the, it's the anti-hero it's, type idea. It's cyberpunk. I would describe yeah. it as cyberpunk. I'm into that. Yeah. That's well, that's, cool. um, that's okay. all for uh, for television mind. for this week. Um, but yeah, go definitely watch Westworld. That's going to be on Sunday, October the 2nd at HBO at 9 p.m. Definitely check that out. I'm sure it's going to be great, especially with all the names back in that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking insane. Like Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan, J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams. Like, what the fuck? It's a lot of J's. It is. Um, and in movies for this weekend, uh, Miss Perjurine's Home for Peculiar Children. Peregrine. Oh, yeah. Peregrine? Isn't it Peregrine? I don't know. I've never heard of this. I thought it was Peregrine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's based off a book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but is yeah, that a movie? It is. Yeah. It's directed by Tim Burton. <gasps> yes. Ooh. See, I wasn't interested, but you said Tim Burton, Tim Burton. Now I'm kind of interested. That's why I got I'm interested. Excited. Yeah. We should plan on like a field trip together, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, uh, watch it. Hey, hey. It's a PG-13. It's a 127-minute runtime. It's listed as an adventure fantasy. Like I said, uh, director Tim Burton. It stars Eva Green, Asa Butterfield, and Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, Samuel. Samuel L. Jackson Samuel in a Tim L. Jackson. Burton movie. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson be, just finds a way to like slip himself into like every like every fucking type of movie. thing. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there. Like, Him is going to be there. That's cool. I'm interested to see, you know. How the adaptation of this book goes. That'd be cool. It's yeah. a really cool book. I had never heard of it until like today. So, mm. uh, The next thing is going to be Deepwater Horizon. It's listed at PG-13, 107-minute runtime, an action drama, thrill- action drama thriller. A story set on the offshore drilling rig of Deepwater Horizon, which oh, that's exploded. Matt, that's Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which exploded during April 2010. Is it actually Matt Damon? No, oh, if you don't let me get through this goddamn description. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, sassy pants! Whoa, Shit. Okay, it's okay. I mean, if if fucking uh, Sour Bottom has to write in again, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, fuck me! Yeah, we're taking a couple minutes after you're done. A story set on the offshore drilling rig of uh, Deepwater Horizon, which exploded during April 2010 and created the worst oil spill in U.S. history, yep. is directed by Peter Berg, starring Matt Damon, Kate Hudson, and Kurt Russell. <laughs> so. Kurt Everybody Russell go out and yeah, Kurt Russell nice. is in that. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. a surprising thing. Yeah, of right? all things, you know that Kurt Russell is in that. I I knew Matt Damon was going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, right. and Kate Hudson, but I Kurt expect Russell? Matt Damon to make that kind of movie, but Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, is, that is that's wild. Yeah, yeah. that's added. All right, uh, the next thing yeah, is called Kurt Mas- Russell. Kind of has that, you know, greasy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pipeline look. I don't know. Fuck okay. it. Okay. Go ahead. Go all ahead. All right, yeah, ruin my jokes. All right. Uh, the next <laughs> thing is going to be uh, masterminds. <laughs> The next, the next movie is called Masterminds. It's listed at PG-13, a 94-minute runtime. It's an action comedy. Um, it says a night guard at an, at an armored car company in the southern United States organizes one of the biggest bank heists in American history. Nice. Uh, director Jared Hess stars Jason Sudeikis, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, and Owen Wilson. Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Kate McKinnon. Oh, that's, that's, and Kristen Wiig. 
great. Is Kate McKinnon the one from Ghostbusters? Yep. Okay, that's the one you liked. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, I like her. She's, that's, she's two, nice. that's two Ghostbusters then. Uh, Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon. Yep. Masterminds. Jason nice. Sudeikis. Oh, he's so funny. Jason Sudeikis. He's the one who's in um, We Hangover. Are the Millers. Oh, okay. Right? And which one? Uh, Isn't that him? I don't, know. I don't think so. No? Maybe. He's Rick? No. No. I'm gonna go no. and say no. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna say no. I feel like because I I have the the guy in the Hangover right, and then one which, which guy from the Hangover are you talking about? Uh, Doug, the dentist. Oh, he plays Andy in The Office. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's not him. No, see, well, see, those are my mm, white guys line. that I get. Those are that's my Matt and Mark. <laughs> no, no, Joe, I get them mixed up all Jason the time. Jason is the guy from a Saturday Night Live. He's yeah. currently dating Olivia Wilde. He was in We Are the Millers. He's dating um, Olivia Wilde. He sure is. She was dating like a prince from somewhere overseas. He must have the dick. No, he got if... the comedy. This dude is making chicks laugh. Yeah, you know? but like I mean, you, you can, can have make the tiniest. Laugh, so, nope. But you mm-hmm. ain't gonna if you make me laugh while we fuck. That's. Mm. I mean, it's like all you got to get is like the pants is off. I mean, as soon as the the comedy drop the draws, and you can't really back out once the tiny dick is out. But I feel like a you little know? wild is like a sexual person. You know what I mean? I feel like that. Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, you know uh, what? Go you, know. Jason Sudeikis. Go Damn you, right. Bubble. You go, you, right. go, you go get that, Jason. Hell yeah, Jason Sudeikis. small, funny penis. She is on. Yes, she is. Yeah, she uh, is. I'm, I may be going to see this. Owen Wilson's in it, too. And this is the uh, oh, the nice. first movie he's made since... I don't know if you guys remember the you suicide attempt. Oh. Yeah. He Wait, had a suicide... Wilson had a suicide attempt? Owen Wilson. Wilson? They, uh, they brushed it under the rug, thankfully, and it didn't mm-hmm. become like a big thing yeah, that was out good. there. Wow. But yeah, this is his first movie since he came back. Okay, that's good. Good for you, Owen. Hell yeah. Thank you for joining us and giving us more movies. Yeah. And uh, last but not least is a movie called American Honey, rated R. It's a limited release. Uh, it's a 163-minute runtime, and it's mm-hmm. a drama. Uh, what it says here is a, a teenage girl with nothing to lose uh, joins a traveling magazine sales crew and gets caught up in a whirlwind of having partied, uh, law-bending, and love. What the fuck is this supposed to be about? <laughs> so she just, Did she, you not read these before you, you know? Of course not. What the fuck? Uh, no, but um, so so basically, I guess they're, they're traveling the world and just doing some crazy shit while they're partying with a band of misfits. But uh, Shia LaBeouf's going to be in it. So nice. that oh. sounds like it might be all right. Mm. Do it. Is he going to be naked at all? He has to get naked. Yeah, I has, hope so. He's been That's working out. That's in his out. contract now. Yeah, he's God. been working out every much. Move, in every movie he makes, he's, he's going to be naked. He yeah. just from we, even Stevens to what he is now. We huh? found a we found a Shia LaBeouf fan. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm a, fan. I'm a definite fan. <laughs> yeah, I like Shia LaBeouf too. Yeah. He's dope. I mean, before you know, are, are you we end, I know Fingers? we're a little bit over time. But, no, no, no. I don't give a uh, shit about that right now. No, I <laughs> give a shit. I want to ask sister because last episode that was yeah. a part of the Lauren, episode. Lauren, so. Lauren, Lauren. Was there but, any good porn? Yeah. Any good porn? Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, I've run into a couple. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I'm getting this thing called the Amazon Fire Stick, and it's unlocked. And on there, it comes with like all the porn. Oh, really? Yeah. All of the porn. Oh, I know someone who had one of those, and I was yeah. just like, "Whoa!" We're, we're hopefully a yeah. world of really good HD porn available. We're hopefully going to have that. Hey, we may have it at the uh, at the get together shindig that we're having tomorrow night. Nice. So be ready for it's that. Circle watch. jerk. Yeah. Guys, possibly. Circle possibly. Jerk? Sweet. Yeah. Always looking forward to the circle jerk. Eat your pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> or whatever preferred flavoring you, you know, enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing crass about that whatsoever. Pineapples? I'm just trying to help you to be I, a healthy person. <laughs> All right, listen, before we leave, I got to bring something up. Yeah. No. Yes, you're We fucked. are so over time. I don't give a shit. It does, I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck you. I'm hijacking the show. Get now. that ass. This is Get my show. Hey, look at me. This is my show. <laughs> Get her ass. Um, Get her. <laughs> so last time when you came over, mm-hmm. Chris read some fan mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was Margarita Mama. Margarita Mommy. And then uh, and then and Matthew McConaughey said hi. Yeah, yeah. And then but there was one person. That stuck out to us. Mm-hmm. And I believe her name was Sour Bottom. Sour, Sour Bottom 18. Yeah. Sour Bottom 18. Did you gender Sour Bottom? Sour mm-hmm. There was no gender on it. There was no gender? No. Okay, no. You no. just well, gendered. All right. Well, yeah. I fucking gendered Sour Bottom. Okay. So Sour Bottom uh, 18, whatever mm-hmm. your gender is. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wrote in, and yeah. she had some choice words to say about Lauren after she was in. Yeah. After <laughs> which. Yeah. And so then, so that happened, and yep. then three weeks later, I'm hanging out with Lauren at a bar, yeah. and she was like, by the way, that sour bottom bitch, yeah. the next time I come home, I totally have like this response running out for her, I'm gonna nail that bitch for yeah. being sexist, yeah. <laughs> fucking thinking that a woman can't come in the show and talk shit, and I'm just, the man talking shit. We, can't, we can't control what our viewers write in, <laughs> you can't. And, you know? okay. and that's what I'm saying. So, we can't control what our viewers write in. And, and the thing is, like, the other two messages were pretty helpful. Like, yeah, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, he said hi. He said like, hi. I, I appreciated that. And Margarita Mommy said that we should keep doing what we're doing. Yes. I mean, yes. Okay, like guys. So just for <laughs> <laughs> more accurate context. All right. All right. Um, Listen, what happened was Sour Bottom. what happened <laughs> was... I missed some very crucial information in, a pod, in the podcast right, where, right. you know, they mentioned the fan mail. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of every episode, they ask their listeners to, to write you know, in. write in their comments or by whatever. By snail mail. We made them write in by snail mail. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let yeah. me tell the story. Mm-hmm. No, no. I, no, I'm my hijacking story. the story. Because this is what happened. I was at a bar with Lauren, and she yeah. was raging about mm-hmm. the sour bottom bitch. Yes. She was like, fuck the sour bottom bitch. I'm mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. angry at her. Like, and I'm just sitting there. Because the way I saw it, it was like, the sour bottom person is like outing me yes. for doing what Chris does to mm-hmm. everyone else. So yeah. angry. Yeah. So. You were so indignant and i'm just drinking my gin and tonic yeah just letting lauren like fucking rant about the sour mm-hmm. bottom person yeah and then i just like just finish my drink mm-hmm. and she's like i'm done and i was like you do know sour bottom wasn't real right what and lauren's heart <laughs> fucking broke what? like her face went from like you fucking serious right now i don't feel like that's an appropriate way to talk about our listeners <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, Chris. You're not just gonna go tell them okay. that they're not real. They're not real. <laughs> to quote your favorite and Disney princess movie, mm. "Let it go." To this day, mm. I wish that I had not told you that Sour Bottom <laughs> oh, was real, so that I could do it now. Because <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been like my favorite thing ever. I would have done my whole rant on air, mm-hmm. and then yeah, no, fuck, fuck yeah. you guys. First of all, yeah. Love I, you, just to you know, let you guys know, There's no, I, you I didn't. Up. Actually, think that Matthew McConaughey no, said hi. Right? I did yeah. not think that. Just, just say you I fucked knew, up. I got that part of the joke, but you know what? I did. I fucked okay, up. Okay, there we go. By not catching the part where they said that they had received <laughs> this information via My snail mail. Why does it matter where we got I, the information because from? Because if it, if nobody does use a snail mail anymore. Who doesn't use snail mail? <laughs> Sour Bottom uses snail mail, apparently. Sour Bottom's not real, Chris. You say one more bad thing about Sour Bottom, and it's going to be a problem here. All right. I'm not, I just can't Thanks have you. Thanks for listening today, guys. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you'd like to contact for film's sake, um, you can reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and what else? What else is My there? Head fucking hurts. Oh, okay. Something let else. Do the, let me do the spiel because we have yeah. a lot of shit. Too. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys. For, <laughs> thank you guys for listening today. You can find us on Twitter at underscore for uh, FFS Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, uh, iTunes Podcast app, Google Play Music app. Under the name for film's sake, we also have a Facebook page for film's sake. Pretty much, it's Google for film's sake, and you'll find us at some point mm-hmm. sooner or later. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching, and Lauren, thank you so much for coming in and hosting. It was oh, genuinely yeah. a lot oh, of fun. Oh, dude, no, <laughs> thank you for letting me. And you know, as mm-hmm. always, I I have oh, one thing to say at the mm-hmm. end. Cut it! Cut it! Cut and it! Cut it! Cut it! Fuck you! Oh, no. <laughs> I, I thought it was she a pussy. I thought yeah, it was a pussy yeah, power. So I. I was expecting the pussy power. I can't. No, expect. I can't do. He's no, gonna stream that shit. I'm gonna cut it. You you know, it. It has to yeah. remain unexpected. No.